with the John Curley Sherry Ellicott Show and a unique combination of both news and entertainment. In fact, people have an opportunity to be able to write in and tell us about that. We have that thing. Where is that, Joe? When people go to the uh, John Curley Sherry Ellicott Show. Joe Mama. The, uh, yeah, to the John Curley Sherry Show. John Curley Sherry Ellicott Show. Instagram page. <laughs> oh, that's what is it key. again? <laughs> Thank you. John and Sherry Show. Yes. And then when you go there, you, hit, you can then click over, and then you can go over to the, get onto the. <laughs> you don't gotta whatever. click over, just click contact. Whatever you click, just click, click contact, you click, you click. You're clicking something. Yeah, there you go. Good lord. Well said. Do you anybody who who's done it? Who who has jumped in on? Uh, he hired, I know, did, and uh, Daniel at Olympia, I believe. Ah, okay. Did they do a good job? <laughs> That's a big you crowd. Talk about her. <laughs> okay. I've been you know going. What, yeah. Tell me what's happening. What's the Tell me what's happening. Well, I, think I think we should also give out that phone number so people that necessarily don't have. We have an example of somebody doing it because every hour on the hour, I want to have people doing it. Yeehaw, Aaron here. Y'all ready for some news? There you go. That. Like that. Just like that. Just like that. Okay. The show is a well-oiled machine like these <laughs> poor, poor guys. This is this, this, this guy's, these guys are living our life, Sherry. This is Boomer Esiason. Do this real quickly. And this other guy, Greg Giannotti or whatever, they, um, they're going to have Randy Moss on. NFL pro bowler Randy Moss is going to come on, talk about the Super Bowl and stuff. And what is Randy this. Moss promoting, by the way, Al? Do you, do you know? It's something having to do with horse racing. Really? He's very into horse racing. Are are you sure this is the right this the Yeah. Not the other So that's Greg, that one guy you hear. And the, that is his producer saying, Yeah, he's really into horse Randy racing. Randy Moss, Moss. The wide receiver, not Randy. Is there another Randy Yes. Moss? There's a uh oh. There's an announcer, Randy Moss. Who is into horse who racing. Who is into horse racing. Please tell me that's fake. The, I, no. Now they realize, oh crap, we booked the wrong oh, no. guy. So awesome. <laughs> Oh my oh god! Oh my god! Oh no! Because they no. said I saw in the request that Randy would like to talk about blah blah blah. Also, anything NFL related, I'm a I'm a double checked it. Or maybe the Randy Moss, who is the sports announcer or the horse racing announcer. He also he used to work for the NFL Network. Yeah. Come on! I swear to God! Yes. How's that possible? <laughs> this is oh, Jesus! This is horrible! I, this Jesus. is what Mark Chernoff's talking about. <laughs> you know, lazy. You're not following, doing any follow through. I don't want to sound like I'm complaining because we have a great setup and everything is great, but I can't catch a break when it comes to some of this stuff, right? Like Dua Leap is in New York when we're out here. I think we're getting Randy Moss. We're getting the white Randy Moss. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on. Just wanted to check to see if you would be in. Now he's he's now he's reading the text message from the other Randy Moss, the the horse announcer. Interested in. Current NBC Sports broadcaster and former NFL Network broadcaster and reporter. That's right. That's you booked the white Randy Moss. Oh my God! You idiots! <laughs> First of all, and that I is all. Like, I was thinking like, there's no way Randy Moss is coming here. <laughs> no wonder they were so excited too. The, the person was like, "Oh no, he will definitely be there." Yeah. So booked the wrong guy. I wonder how that ended. Really? Um, yeah, I think they canceled it. Oh, did they? Which is mean, yeah, because that poor guy. Oh, canceled on. <laughs> we we I mean, met the could, other Randy Moss. They could have made a bit out of it, having him come on and say, hey, by the way, you weren't the one we wanted. But these but, sports guys, 
these sports guys, they're so over the top. No matter what they do, everything's screaming and wah! <laughs> There's a bunch of guys, sure. Come on, just guys just jacking it up. Yeah, come on. A, a really good time. <laughs> I, went, I went to interview Chubby Checker once. And um, I know, big name. And uh, Daryl said, can I, there were these three or four people standing there. We were at the Four Seasons. Can I just have one of you sit in the chair so I can light for you? Because different lighting for a white guy than a black guy. So Daryl's setting up the lights. <clears throat> this guy goes, yeah, I'll, I'll sit down. So he sits down. And lit him. And then at that point, he wouldn't get out of the chair. So he starts talking about Chubby. You know, Chubby does this, and this is what Chubby does. And Chubby likes to do this, and here's how Chubby sings, and this is how Chubby performs, and this is how Chubby changed music, and Chubby this and Chubby. And I'm looking at him, and I I turn, I try to tell Daryl, that's, that's Chubby Checker. But... So I tell, I turn back to Daryl, like, roll, 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 roll the tape, roll tape, roll tape. So it was confusing, one, that the guy was sitting in the chair, agreed to sit in the chair for lighting purposes, and then was referring to Chubby Checker in the third person like <laughs> he wasn't Chubby Checker. And then I realized, holy crap, it's Chubby Checker, because I recognize him. Like, but why is he calling himself Chubby Checker? Which made it even more confusing. <laughs> so we missed, like, the first seven minutes of the interview, because we weren't rolling on it because we didn't know it was Chubby Checker. And then I, I go, so uh, how does Chubby feel now about whatever the music was? <laughs> Trying to get him to break out of the third person thing. And he's still hanging right in there. It wasn't like the end of the interview. I was like, well, thanks, Chubby. Appreciate your time. Yeah, no problem. Oh, boy. That was a Twilight Zone interview right there, Sherry. So occasionally things go wrong. Occasionally. Just occasionally. occasionally. I've never worked on a show where anything went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, get ready. The next three minutes. Um, oh, no. Another crime in, well, this was in Bellevue. So Bellevue police investigating a woman who worked at a casino who was followed home. This follows the basic MO, modus operandi of people. Oh, and she's Asian, so here you go. She, well, here's Carousel. I just woke in. up, they, they just point a gun at my face. Jason Wang says he woke up to a nightmarish situation. Four armed men stormed his apartment after following his mother home from her job at a casino. She just got, got out of the car and then they just point guns at her stuff. There was like four guys. <laughs> Ring doorbell video appears to show the men accosting Jason's mother and then going up to their unit. They held the mother and son at gunpoint and took money and watches from their apartment. The guy that pointed the gun at me, I think it was AK-47 maybe. Video footage also appears to show the suspects running away around 4.35 a.m. when all this happened. Jason says even after they left, he couldn't call 911. My neighbor did because I was pretty shocked. I got woken up from the commotion upstairs and I started texting him and asked him, you know, are you okay? What's going on? It sounds crazy up there. Ashley Salazar is the one who shared those videos with us from her ring doorbell camera and consoled her neighbor this morning as he went to work. I saw all these guys running from the apartment and then he called me and he's like, I just got robbed. So I was like... I'm calling the cops right now. When we arrived, police were searching the area and searching the apartment. Bellevue police said five men in two SUVs followed Jason's mother home to rob her. And Jason's mother oh. told them another co-worker of hers may have
have been targeted in a similar fashion. I've lived here 13 years and we've had car prowling and we someone had their bike stolen a couple months ago, but that's about it. Nothing like this. Neither Jason or police could offer descriptions of the vehicles or the suspects. Jason told us he was still too shocked to even think about what they were wearing, but said they were all masked. He said police did respond. Oh, well, that's good. Good, because COVID, you should have a mask. I'm fast. Did just go in there, do a little interview, and do the fingerprints, check fingerprints. That's pretty much it. Now Bellevue police are hoping the public can help them catch the home invaders. Pretty shook in this. That's pretty much it. In Bellevue, Runji Sinha, Cairo 7 News. So Bellevue was last year. There's a bunch of crimes against Asians, and then the same group of people then started hitting up in Bellevue or uh, Bellingham, same group of people. I asked a friend of mine, so I got this inside skinny. Ready to hear this, Sherry? So I said, how do they not catch these people? So why do they not catch them, or um, why do so many people get away? Because I'm following now. He's helping me follow the Kia boys to see where they are. The two, um, the 13-year-old and the 15-year-old driving down the highway, running people over. They got caught the other day. Uh, and then the pajama kids, because this buddy of mine has enough inside information to see, do they go before the judge? Does the judge let them go? What's the deal? Because often you can't follow it. Once the story hits, then the media just sort of gives up on it. But this is the problem, because these are the people that are committing the crimes over and over again. I asked him about the bench warrants and stuff like that. He says the procedure requires defendants to appear in court while relaxed due to the pandemic and following the events of May 20th. For the Supreme Court, they still are a bit in the air. Um, So I'm checking in my sources, he says, to see the current requirements. In juvenile court, this is how they get around it. In juvenile court, my sources tell me that it would be rare to see a bench warrant issued for failure to appear. So... They catch you, then they say, now come in, you're going to stand there for your arraignment or your pretrial. If you don't show up for the pretrial or the arraignment, at that point, the, the judge issues the bench warrant. So if a cop pulls you over for whatever reason, although they don't pull anybody over anymore, but if they were to run a warrant on you, they would find the bench warrant and arrest you. But he said that they don't do this anymore. He said the uh, bench warrant would be issued for failure to appear. In fact, recently enacted rules... Sponsored by the defense bar mandates that a bench warrants are not issued unless the court makes a finding that the defendant poses a serious threat to public safety. So that's how the juveniles are able to commit the crime, not show up, right, if they're not being held or they're being released. And then they're supposed to show up for their pretrial their arraignment. They're not. And then the judge doesn't issue the bench warrant. So. Out they go again. So that's how you can get somebody committing crime after crime after crime after crime. So we are following the Kia boys to see how they're doing. Are, is justice being served for the victims of those individuals, the 13 and the 15-year-old, videotaping themselves, running down human beings, laughing as the body flies up over the hood of the car. Ha-ha! And then the pajama girls, the three of them have been caught as well. So we'll be able to follow through the process. Now I'm able, I've got somebody that knows where all of these sort of um, cogs of the system are supposed to be turning and is justice served for the victims. Not justice for the individuals that are committing crimes against us, but for the people that are having the crimes committed against them. 
for everybody else that would like to walk down the street or get out of their car after coming home from work or being able to just enjoy life without being accosted by a bunch of thugs that have now just dominated the news for us here in Seattle and Bellevue, Bellingham, wherever you want to see, from Renton and Tukwila. There is justice eventually to come, but not as long as the judges and the defense attorneys are able to say, well, it's not really fair because it's just not fair because we just can't do this to these individuals. I think a lot of people would be shocked to find out how many outstanding bench warrants there are in a city. Uh, in, when I was in Baltimore, there were literally thousands, thousands of them. They just didn't yeah. have the manpower to go after and find these people or the people didn't have a solid address and it was this and they just kind of let it go and one of the things that they tried to do to clean up the city was to go after all of those bench warrants because they know they're repeat offenders they know they're out there doing something and if you can get you know shore that up a little bit you you might see some difference yeah there's a study done by city journal they looked at new york city when they did you know the no bail and they said, we're going to follow these people for 18 months and see, or 180 days. So after they're released, after they commit the crime and there's no bail, and then he's to see the rearrest, it skyrockets right after they did no bail. It's like, yeah, no kidding. The guy's mm-hmm. a professional criminal. You bring him in, oh, no bail, because that's not fair to you. Go back out there, commit more crimes, as these the graphs have shown that I've seen from City Journal when they looked at the, the studies of these things. And they bring him back in again. Oh, and then uh, back out again. There was one guy the other day. He had 10 warrants against him. This is the story about the the father whose kid, they gave the kid back to the dad. The kid disappeared. He was eight years old. They found the kid. The father, I don't think they found yet, but they do know that he's got like 10 10, uh, bench warrants uh, and previous charges that he hasn't shown up for. The system is so broken. And it's just a small, tiny percentage of the population committing crimes over and over and over again. Just sad. And it's so boring to talk about it on the radio all the time because it's like, come on, right? We're, we're living in this sort of Groundhog Day world. It does, it does feel like, like that. And, and remember, and those kids that beat up those cops in New York City, no oh. bail. No bail. Yeah, they walked out. I mean, right. let me tell you something. That story is finally has some people in New York that are hardcore Democrats, big on the left. They're like, what is going on? Right. They've knocked the cop down. They beat him up. And there's five of them or something like that. They go in. No bail. They walk back out again. As they walk back out, they're flipping off the cameras. And then they get on a bus <laughs> and leave town. <laughs> didn't they, they didn't they end they up arresting them. them in Phoenix or something? Yeah. yeah. They, did I they think, catch them in yeah, Phoenix? They, yeah. they did. Yeah. Oh, OK. Couple you thousand miles New- away. Send them back to New York, like that cut we had earlier in the show. Yeah. You know, um, so they commit the crimes in New York, they steal in New York, they drive around on mopeds, and then they go down to Florida to spend all the money that they made by stealing it from other people. Then they come back to New York, and when one of the uh, people said, "Well, why why don't they just stay in Florida?" He says, "Well, no, they want to come back to New York because they know they won't get arrested." Yeah, they're not afraid to arrest you in Arizona either. You know, but I I have a feeling that the only reason they got caught is because they accosted cops because the cops are, you know, they they have tunnel vision when it comes to one of their own. If it were just a regular it with. Yeah, if it were just a regular person, I don't think they would have aggressively pursued them over state lines. Mm. It's just so weird. It's like, what, what do you expect?
But this is what you get, right? This is what you get. We're all living with it. All right. Um, let's see. Oh, by the way, some of the Super Bowl ads are out, and apparently people are saying they are really boring this year. But uh, Bud Light is coming back hard with new commercials. They got a whole new thing. They're going to re, you know, recapture everything they lost um, <laughs> previously. That's the plan, anyway. We'll play some of those for you. Take a quick break. Here we go. Talking about the big game, Sherry. Don't forget. It's all sorts of fines and bitter Brian Buckaloo screams at us if we use the wrong term because you're not allowed to say moon the moon. Can't say that, right? Be careful. You can say Super Bowl. Whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) It's true. You just can't say it in like the in in conjunction with a contest or or like a, a, a promotional thing. No commercial use. Yeah, no commercial use. But we can oh, so editorialize. We're, we're news people. Yeah, we're news. Yes, oh, oh, journalists, we, we are. Be free, John. <laughs> Let it fly. I was going to say big game. The big game. <laughs> the gigantic bowl. The biggest bowl there is. Big big game. But we're allowed to say it. The superb yes. owl. Bowl. Yeah, you can say it. It's all good. Super Bowl. Safe place. Safe space. Okay. Here's one of the commercials. This is Uber Eats Super Bowl commercial. Jennifer Aniston. Oh. Uh, forget she's, <laughs> she's going to meet her friend David Schwimmer. Too. I didn't know you could get all this stuff on Uber Eats. Yeah. I remember that. Well, you know what they say. In order to remember something, you got to forget something else. Make a little room. And that's how I remember Uber Eats has coffee, by forgetting something else. <laughs> Have a seat. <laughs> What? Remember when you used to be a pepper lady? Wasn't it the cinnamon sisters? Basil babes? Paprika girls? No, that's... I can't understand anything they're saying. Is it just me? <laughs> These are like people... David Beckham. Other, yeah. uh, uh, oh, posh other things. Jen. Hey. Ah. Oh, David Schwimmer walks over. Hey, Jen. Goes, oh, hey. Oh, uh, okay. Can we not... Did someone doodle on my face? I'm so glad I remembered Uber Eats has office supplies. Okay, there's a bunch of celebrities <laughs> appearing in a radio spot, which we don't know who they are. But you saw them all, Joe. Should we be impressed by these? If this was actually, I really thought this commercial was funny. It, it, it takes a visual, but yeah, it's a good one. Okay, thanks. Visual, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had a Super Bowl to hit you over the head with right now. You said uh, it to me. Good Morning America previewing some of the ads. They say, uh, um, Let's see. Take a look back at the... The Clydesdales are indeed back. Hey there, Will. Hey there, Robin. That's right. They are back, and one is here. That's Olaf. Ads are an essential part of the Super Bowl viewing experience, and the Clydesdales have been an essential part of Budweiser's Super Bowl ads for decades. They took a break last year. Now they're back for the big game. The big game. See? 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 He said Super Bowl first. Oh, okay. Ads are a game day staple that often features stars brighter than the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Like Chris Pratt matching mustaches with Pringles. I'm going to get out there. And soccer star Leo Messi grabbing a beer beachside. I think you're just going to see a ton of celebrities. I think it's just going to be a lot of humor the whole way through. And with the highly anticipated halftime entertainment from Usher... Companies are saying, yeah, to the nearly $7 million price tag for a 30-second spot. The ad plus 3 to $5 million on the production, the celebrities, the ad agency you're paying. 
So your total investment can get close to $20 million for one minute in the game. Some Super Bowl commercial moments have a permanent place in pop culture. Like these ladies who just wanted a decent burger. Where's the beef? Or mini Darth Vader whose force was strong enough to start a car. Oh, God, respect right now. <laughs> And the ever-popular Clydesdales, starring in Super Bowl ads for Budweiser since 1975. What do you want to do? Hey! Now this year, making a grand return in a GMA first look. Let's do it the old school way. In when you see the Clydesdales, you get all weepy, Sherry, when you see them. Yeah, they're so sweet. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're right. Bud's old school delivery, this small town weathering a snowstorm, but committed to getting its beer to a local bar with the help of Clydesdales and a furry friend leading the way. In the last okay, there they 20 go. years, oh, they've one. become more of an emotional appeal, often having some kind of close relationship with either a person or an animal in the ad. And so there the Clydesdales are just kind of one of those mm -hmm. iconic parts of advertising that they're going to be blah. blocked. Good job, <laughs> Blah, blah, blah. That's right. Okay. So blah, blah. the difference this year is that before they would try these really avant-garde kind of commercials. Some of them were two minutes long. Some of mm. them were just people didn't understand them, but they liked them or the, the people that were buying the ads thought they were conversation starters. Well, that uh -huh. all kind of backfired. So now they're going yeah. back to the kind of the classic formulas. And you're going to see Kate uh, uh, McKinnon, Tina Fey, LL Cool J. They're playing it a little safer this time. Uh, and uh -huh. also a lot shorter. Most commercials will be 30 to uh, 60 seconds long. And they don't want to take a risk this year. They don't want to, they want a, a sure thing after. I mean, between the Bud Light problem and some other things, they just, nobody's taking a chance. Do you remember the ones that a couple of years ago was all the sort of messaging, like the g girl that raced the boy in the go-kart kind of thing that took her helmet off? Oh, my gosh, it was a girl. I guess girls are good, too. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and Allie, all these messaging things like so i don't need to you you don't need to preach to me just get back to the game do you remember the right? this is was my favorite budweiser ad of all time they got good yardage on the play you know the best part of this defense is their defensive line and their interior hello hey who what's up none be just watching the game having a bud what's up with you nothing watching the game having a bud true true What's up? Oh, yeah. What's up? What's up? Pick up the phone. Hello? What's up? What's up? That's what I say every time I call John. What's up? I know. <laughs> still, still raising the roof, aren't you? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Usher back Rihanna, Rihanna was the best, they said. A short concert known for one of the most viewed TV broadcasts last year. Rihanna performing and now Usher's back. By the way, I look to see how much it cost. The the last time tickets were this, they're actually more expensive. They were more expensive than 2015. When the Seattle Seahawks took on the Patriots, the Patriots come back with a victory. It's $9,723 if you wanted to see the game. It's at 9026 bucks for tickets now. Have you been to a Super Bowl? 
I got invited, and then a friend of mine said, don't go. I said, why? They said, because it sucks. The game sucks. It's so delayed with so many commercials. You spend most of the time just sitting there, and all anybody talks about is what party you got invited to, and you got to get to the parties. But then it's one of these things like, can we get to the Maxim party? When you do the Maxim, this party, that party? He said, if you can't get to the parties, it's all about the parties. Got to be at the parties. If you haven't gotten any of the parties, it's like you're missing the whole thing. Because the game itself, but just using you as props, camera spins around, but you sit most of the time. So it sounds like sour grapes, you know, with the... You know, yeah, Fox I've been to two. So your answer is no. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't see that at all. Yeah. And in fact, the one that I, one of the ones that I went to was in Arizona, and uh, Diana Ross performed, and we all had little, they were doing a shot of the audience, and we had these cards where we had to hold them up at a certain time because it spelled something out. Well, I got upset because nobody in the row was doing it. I'm like, hold up yeah. your cards, go, go, come on, you're part of the show. So, yeah, I didn't find that at all. I mean, I thought it was great. Wow. I, I loved it. And I didn't care about sitting or waiting or anything. It was very exciting. You've been to two? Why'd you go to two? <laughs> you guys suck. Not you guys, you. You, Sherry, suck. How'd you get invited? You don't know anything about football. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know that was a prerequisite. Um, I, uh, I, I worked on a radio show that we got to go. Okay, what was the game? Who played? I don't remember. Uh, there you go. No, exactly. I think there was one in, one in Arizona and one in, like, San Diego or something. I'm not asking the cities. I don't remember. Boom! I, I, I don't remember. Diana Ross, it, that must have been a minute ago. <laughs> that long ago. I don't remember her performance. It was, it was a long time. It was in the 90s. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. But it was great fun. I loved it. I'd go back in a minute. Okay. And nobody talked, nobody was, talked about parties. Was Wally Cox there and Martha Ray? <laughs> oh, when Dick Van Dyke came out and sang, Itch the, you can hear a pin drop. Oh, stop it, Jealous. Yeah, so jealous. A little. Yeah. A little. <laughs> Same. Yeah, me too. All right, thank you, Sherry, for that sure. insider look at sports. <laughs> We got lawyers involved. Pendergast Law case the mailman or hurt himself with all the big bag of like, come on in here, mailman. Don't mess with him, Sherry. Don't mess with him. Here comes the mailman. You know how sensitive he is. I'm the mailman. As you can see, I'm the mailman. Don't nobody mess with me. I'm the mailman. If you know, I'm the mailman. I bring the mail to your door. Here we go. Teeny, wake up. Teeny, teeny. Wait, teeny. All right, we'll get to the light of the day. First, take care of all the rest. Share right. Okay, Randos, Hee Haw Aaron says, if I decide to turn my clock ahead a little early, can I go ahead and drink beer now? The answer is? The answer is yes. Thank you, Teeny. 425, John, I forgot to congratulate you yesterday on National Weatherman's Day. Oh, was it? Well, never too late to shop for me. Uh, uh, could you please give me the seven-day forecast? Shower is going to start to dissipate later on this afternoon. And things look pretty good for the weekend, <laughs> heading in around the 55 degrees, just about 10 degrees above average. And uh, tonight, well, most likely we'll see those clouds begin to leave, and things will cool off for us. There you go. That's a quick one for you. <laughs> okay. There you go. I'm going to whip uh, myself. <laughs> Thailand Doug. By the way, I enjoyed the whip so much yesterday. I had to bring it back. I hope you don't oh. mind, Sherry. 
Hmm. No, just don't say shut up. Uh, Thailand, Doug. I'm in Kep, Cambodia today. The signal is too weak to watch video. It froze uh, in the middle of the Swedish story. It's all uh, good, though. I'm happy happy to listen to John eating crackers. <laughs> <laughs> I have been keeping my cracker consumption down during the show because I've, I've realized now that Triscuits can sometimes go down the wrong pipe. And that's not what you want when mm. you're a professional broadcaster. <laughs> <laughs> Scott and Eugene. Oh, that's a tease, lady. Sounds like Kay Robinson from Duck Dynasty. Do you remember where you found that sound clip? Also, I found uh, that if we give Teeny her own walk-on song, perhaps she can have Taste the Biscuits since Sherry doesn't want it anymore. Oh, uh, oh no, no, no. I want it. Uh, it's, that's my, my call. I like Taste the Biscuit. Oh. You're going to have to fight Teeny for it. Oh, right. no, 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 no. I, I, I call it. Uh, migrants, uh, Doug and Mount Vernon, in regards to migrant housing, they mm. should have stated a Holiday Uh-oh. Inn Express. Then at least they would be literate in English and have, a, have viable job skills when they woke up. <laughs> okay. It's time for the letter of the day. And now it is time for the letter of the day. It's a long one, All but right. a goodie. Sure, go yeah, ahead. I was going to say, take a seat. Um, yeah. Hi, John. This is about coming to America. Four years ago, I made the commitment to help my wife's son, 35, and his Bolivian wife, 36, and their son, 5, at the time, her only grandchild. Her son and grandson already had dual citizenship. His wife refused to come to America illegally. We worked for two years to get them out of a third-world situation. They all arrived in December of 2020. We took complete responsibility for them. They all lived here for two years. They worked their butts off to build a bank account. They now have their own place here in Port Angeles. It was thousands of dollars. Paid an immigration attorney to get the ball rolling for Mario. She now has a green card, social security number, and a driver's license. She took English classes three nights a week for a year. We did everything right. The money I put up has already been paid back, so it can be done. Very expensive, but I have no regrets. I pick up our grandson from school every Thursday, and we both listen to my friend John Curley. This is a feel-good experience I thought you might like. Have a great day. Boom! And you, Sherry. And you. You and me. And Joe and Teeny and the rest of the gang. Thank you. Thank you. Semper Fi. All right. Here's uh, let's do another hour. We're all warmed up. I'm ready for it. 